1: patients. At Orthopedic One, we know we're only at our best when we're helping you get better. And every day, your commitment to overcoming pain and injury inspires and moves us. That's why we bring our best every day to earn your trust. Find a physician near you at orthopedic1.com.
2: This episode of Headlock Talk is brought to you by... Austin based company Naturally Hims and their new line of CBD gummies. These gummies are made with 100% baked in pharmaceutical grade non isolate based CBD. On this
0: week's episode of Headlock Talk, Stephen and I practiced a little bit of social distancing. Hmm. We also give you guys updates to WWE, WrestleMania, AEW, Blood and Guts, and so much more. Plus, your hot takes, shoutouts, and If Wishes Were Fishes. everyone and welcome back once again to another episode of headlock talk oh snap oh snap indeed i am of course the texas gentleman tanner pruitt and though he is not right across from me this week he is a a, somehow some way just you know emerging out of the internet (laughs) (laughs) the one and the only mr stephen grudy uh what's going on man oh nothing much how's your day been
2: Oh, it's been it's been all right uh pretty chill i'm I'm practicing uh i guess both of us are are practicing some social distancing uh this week yes, headlock yeah. talk is putting uh their money where their mouth is this week uh
0: and uh we're we're doing some social distancing here uh not not too shabby though not too shabby uh, you know we've we've done these uh episodes before where you know we're in separate locations so I, I mm-hmm. think this should be just fine. No, I think it'll be all right. How um, is yeah. how's uh how's your day been, man? it's been all right. Uh I went for uh went for a hike this morning a little bit. Mm. Um but then like the, the trail was like um there there was an unusually like large amount of people <laughs> like who also had uh, yeah. They also had the same idea of going out on the, the hiking trail.
2: So I was like, eh, uh I'm gonna I'm gonna go home. Um so I, I guess went- they're trying to get their hiking in before the, the sit in place order. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: uh, I went to the the grocery store. Uh, there are lines around the grocery store, so I got to stand in line. Um, uh, Mrs. Headlock uh big shout out to her. She she thought uh, about uh, just doing curbside pickup for groceries, and she was able to mm. find some toilet paper. Um, nice. So nice. yeah, she's uh, she, we'll be picking that up on Monday oh man that's a good get hey you know it's a high 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 ticket item right now so mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta get it while you can <laughs> yeah um but 2020 yeah, has no. been interesting so far oh yeah what an interesting year yeah <laughs> never would have seen all of this coming right <laughs> um <laughs> uh but yeah man uh how's your day been
2: oh not too bad not too bad i've just been uh kind of chilling at home uh don't really want to go out right now. It's kind mm-hmm. of, kind of a weird feeling being out and about at mm-hmm. this point. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, just kind of been chilling at home, self quarantining. I I suppose. Groovy. Yeah,
0: okay. Play, playing some Vigi games.
2: Yes, I'm doing that. Got back into Runescape. Shout out to my Runescape players out there. Dang Runescape! There you go. Yeah, the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: Well. Um, As far as today's episode is concerned, uh, obviously, um, like I said, a lot can change in the course of a week, Uh, so um, WrestleMania plans, as Mm. they currently stand right now, WrestleMania will be a two-day event, April 4th and April 5th, uh, and they are canceling NXT TakeOver as well as the Hall of Fame ceremony. Oh, man. Um so WWE taking a page out of New Japan's book here doing a, a two night event. Um yeah, and we we've talked about that in the past as well. Mhm. In yeah. fact, uh that was a uh if wishes were fishes or or something, something to that effect in in, in a episode last year. Yeah, yep. Um yeah, so very interesting stuff. Uh, pardon the thunder, guys. It is actually storming uh, where Steven and I are. Uh, so uh, if you hear a little bit of thunder, or a little bit of a uh, little bit of rain, uh, that that's what's going on in the background there. It's just the thunderous timbre of our beautiful voices, right? I, mm-hmm. I, I was also going to say it's it's the thunder at the idea that uh, Rob Gronkowski will be hosting <laughs> uh, WrestleMania uh, this year. Uh, he was introduced on SmackDown um, uh, Friday night, uh, shaking his ass all the way to the ring, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. doing some pole grinding when he got there. It was something. <laughs> um, he he then um, w- would later uh, speak to the media. And uh, he would propose that there would be, uh, that that he would like to see um, an Elias versus King Corbin match (laughs) at one of these WrestleMania shows.
2: Alright, Rob. Maybe you don't know how it goes here. (laughs) You've only been here for a little bit. Um, So I just want to, you know, man to man, I just want to be honest with you. First off, welcome. You don't know what you're talking about.
0: First off, welcome to to the wrestling Uh, community.
2: (laughs) Yeah, welcome, of course. Also... How dare you? <laughs> that, yes. That's all I'll say.
0: Um, yeah. Um, I don't know if that's just, like, a brilliant troll from him or if he, like, genuinely wants to see this. Um, though, being a, oh, a, yeah. a, a lifelong Patriots player, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me that he finds the boring things in life to be entertaining. Um, Ooh, get em. Ooh. Uh, mm, 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 mm. Uh, <laughs> How's that Tom Brady situation going? <laughs> um, uh my apologies all- Pat's fans everywhere. Uh I'm not sorry. <laughs> S- Steven couldn't care less. Um, couldn't. <laughs> um But yeah, man, I mean the things that they could do um with this new proposed uh WrestleMania are are quite interesting. It it does seem as if um one night will most likely be headlined by Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. (laughs) And, Mm -hmm. uh, uh, the other night would be headlined by, um, Drew, uh, McIntyre. I almost said Drew Gulak, (laughs) (laughs) Drew McIntyre versus Brock Lesnar. Um, (laughs) so, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, that's a thing that's
2: going to happen. What was, so I'm wondering, I I don't know. There's a lot of, planning and, and, like, back-end stuff to go into this, but was it always meant to be a two-night event? Um, I think... Or, that, or is this by, you know, uh,
0: just by necessity? Yeah, I, I feel like this is by necessity. You I think? feel like, I feel like they were like, oh, yeah, you know, they were always gonna have NXT on the 4th, and then, mm-hmm. um... I don't know truly why they would cancel NXT and just do two nights of WrestleMania. Um, it does seem like, um, if you have a match like, uh, Finn Balor versus Volter, for example, that's, that's something that's most likely, uh, very difficult <laughs> to arrange right now. You'd have to like, yeah, get, uh, the CIA to, you know, uh, get, uh, Volter. uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in the dead of night, and bring him back to the U.S. <laughs> yeah, um, that seems like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you'd probably scare Walter at that point too, and then that's a whole other can of worms. Can he mm. be scared? Uh, well, I mean, I I'm sure he'll maybe not scared, but startled, perhaps. Startled, yeah, yeah, yeah. rustled. Ru- yes, yeah. <laughs> rustled is uh, <as> Jimmy's.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. No,
0: it's okay. <laughs> um, there are nine matches. Currently proposed uh, for WrestleMania right now. Uh, Mm. Two of which we've already discussed the Brock Lesnar versus Drew McIntyre and Goldberg versus Roman Reigns. Mm. Uh, But we also have Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair, uh, Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler, John Cena versus The Fiend, Mm -hmm. uh, The Undertaker versus AJ Styles, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. Uh, Bailey will be defending the SmackDown Women's Championship in a six pack. Challenge Elimination Match against uh, Lacey Evans, Dana Brooke, Tamina, Naomi, and Sasha Banks. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, you you will also have, um, let me see here. According to Wikipedia, The Miz and John Morrison will face either The New Day or The Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, in reference to NXT, because um, so we did bring that up just a moment ago, I mean, could you put matches like Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole or Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano? You could certainly do those um, if you really wanted to. Though
2: I, d- I feel like like it wouldn't have the same feel perhaps. Yeah. I mean, the, this show isn't going to have the same feel just regardless, you know, because (laughs) of the, the circumstances, you know, for good or bad, I'm not (laughs) trying to say anything there. Right. But, um, I mean, that's a really hard pill for NXT fans to swallow, Where it's just like, Hey, your WrestleMania weekend show just isn't happening. Mm. You know, I I feel like they have to come to some consensus there and, and at least put the, the dream Cole match on there. I mean, come on like you can't just completely cancel them you know well if they did
0: put that match on there it, yeah i mean that would be a a very um that'd be a very significant move and um uh, just in, in my personal opinion here it, that would seem to be uh an obvious match of the night candidate no, no matter, matter which it, um, no matter which night it
2: fell on um, the only problem is you know it really wouldn't be given the time, you know, that that it needs. I think, especially with the show being stretched over two nights, you know, they have a lot packed in there, a lot planned. Um, so I don't know, you know, if they do end up going with that match, is it really going to get the time that it, you know, deserves? Really. Well, as of right now, I mean, you
0: can basically split the card um, with the the nine matches that are proposed. Um, you you'd have five matches. Um, Ideally, on one night and four matches mm-hmm. on the other. Um, yeah. It really just kind of depends on what they want to do. Uh, we are about two weeks away. Uh, so um, it'll be interesting to see what they do from here, truly.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I'm glad that they're still continuing with it. I'm glad that WrestleMania isn't, uh, you know, flat out canceled. That's great. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you said, it's going to be very interesting to see, especially, you know, modern day WrestleMania, the, the, the sets and the crowd and everything. It's, it's Mm -hmm. so, it's so huge. It's so overdone and, you know, Mm -hmm. lots of fanfare seeing, seeing a WrestleMania scaled down to the performance center. is going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Well, something that AEW
0: did, um, this past week on dynamite, which I found to be uh, pretty fascinating is that, uh, Mm -hmm. They would have the heels on one side, uh, where the crowd would normally be, and uh, you know, and they had the the baby faces on the other side uh, mm-hmm. of the crowd. Um, so that that was a pretty interesting dynamic. I I do like how that was um, planned. Yeah, yeah. At least made things interesting, right? Like you could look at like. You can be watching and see, you know, MJF's reaction or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that was pretty
2: cool. Um, no, I think they handled that really, really well. And mm-hmm. one thing about uh, this week's Dynamite that I really enjoyed, too, was <clears throat> the camera angle shifting. Mm-hmm. Uh, they shifted it away from the, the pretty much the pro wrestling standard. Uh, camera angle with the the hard cam uh, right. and shifted it uh you know 90 degrees to where the camera's looking at the at the entrance ramp and mm. i thought that was perfect. Uh it was really really mm. good and it gave you just enough space on each side to like you said be able to see some of the heel wrestlers and the face wrestlers how they're reacting to everything. They also had MJF and uh sean Spears like betting on the matches and they, you know <laughs> they they had little segments in between the matches and in between uh the promos that were going on. I think they handled it pretty much as well as they could have.
0: Yeah, I mean it, uh, considering the circumstances that was uh, mm. like it was it was above and beyond, really.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, it was it was very very entertaining, which is mm. you know what they're going for. So to mm. be able to to make a show that was that entertaining, given all of these crazy hurdles they're having to go through, shouts out to them. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, uh, so yeah, AEW.
0: Uh, since we're on that subject, uh, Blood and Guts also postponed indefinitely, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, yeah, that's just um. It's, it 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 hurts a little bit, right? Just just like yeah. WrestleMania, this one also hurts a little bit because you look at that uh, proposed match, and it's um you know Inner Circle versus the Elite, and then you know on um on last week's episode Nick got injured, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, or, or was um yeah I guess it was it was Nick I believe um, so yeah yeah Nick Jackson get, gets kayfabe injured. And then they bring in Broken Matt Hardy. Uh, Vanguard One flies down yes. to the ring from uh, from out of nowhere, lands right in the middle of the ring, and uh, a big spotlight goes up on Broken Matt Hardy. So yeah,
2: um, that's that, that's pretty cool. Like that's mm-hmm. that's really cool. Um, yeah, it's kind of it's kind of interesting to see. Uh, you know, it, within the same week, you have uh, Jeff Hardy. Uh, on WWE, and then you have Matt Hardy on AEW. It's kind of mm. kind of weird. It's pretty weird,
0: honestly. It is strange because I mean they they've been in separate companies before um, mm-hmm. during the course of their career, um, but Matt Hardy feels so much more. Um, he feels like a, like a major league get. Not right. not that not that Moxley didn't not that Chris Jericho didn't. My goodness, you know have they proved that they are major league gets, right? Um, right. You know, but Matt Hardy, um, I I think the thing with him is they brought him in, um, him and Jeff both, um, because of everything, all the hype around, you know the the broken Matt Hardy gimmick uh, from, right. from impact from a few years back and all of the, the internet shorts and segments that they would do. And yeah, I mean, it was really cool stuff. Um, and Matt has continued to kind of, uh, you know, play with those concepts. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you know, it, when WWE got a hold of them, like all of that really flattened out really quickly. Right. Um, there's actually an interesting quote here uh, from Matt Hardy. Let me, let me try and see if I can
2: pull it up. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, I think uh, while you're looking, looking for that quote, uh, I'll yeah. kind of fill in. Um, I, it's really interesting to see Matt Hardy in there. And I think that we're, we're, coming up to a similar situation that we had with Moxley not saying, you know, I don't see them putting the the title on Matt Hardy anytime soon or anything like that but what I mean is there's a lot of similarities between what was going on with Moxley before his arrival at AEW and what he's said since coming to AEW you know uh, Matt Hardy and John Moxley both of them had had aired frustrations about uh, you know the creative control of their character and, and just overall having more creative control over what they do on screen and now coming to AEW obviously Moxley is able to be the guy that he wants to be I'm assuming Matt Hardy is going to have a very very big role in in his cre- creative going forward so mm. it, it's kind of cool to see the similarities between the two and I I think Matt Hardy is, is going to be – it's going to show in time. Obviously, Matt Hardy's fantastic, but it's going to show in time that this is a fantastic, fantastic gift for AEW, similarly mm-hmm. to how Boxley was when they got him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm glad that you, you went in that direction, Stephen, because he,
0: here's the quote. It, it's actually from Matt Hardy being on uh, Talk is Jericho. There you um, go. go. And uh, <laughs> uh, Hardy goes on to say, <clears throat> quote, if Triple H would have been the guy who was solely in power, I probably would have had a much better opportunity at getting to do what I wanted creatively. But it is what it is. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think you summed it up pretty well there <laughs> mm-hmm. in, in, in the meantime.
2: Yeah. I mean, it def- definitely shades of, you know, what Moxley was saying uh, after leaving. And it's funny because uh, a, a lot of the, the kind of you know, he wasn't necessarily going for this, but a lot of the like bombshell kind of quotes from Moxley were on Talk is Jericho, so that's kind of interesting. True, true. Yeah.
0: Um, Matt Hardy, of course, was not the only person who made their AEW debut. We yes. also, uh, the uh, we also got to bear witness to the debut of the Exalted One. Yes. Um, yes. Now, Matt Matt Hardy was one of the people proposed to have been the Exalted One. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think, uh, it was evil Uno on Twitter who was going all day typing out random wrestlers names or random, you know, pop culture icons, (laughs) you know, right. You know, this person is not, uh, the exalted one. And then the big reveal came, uh, that it was none other than Brody Lee. Yes.
2: Yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Now Mm. that's awesome. I like Brody Mm -hmm. Lee. Luke Harper for you uh, WWE fans. Uh, he he's great. He's a fantastic worker. A uh, really good creative mind. So I really think that this is a nice, uh, you know, a nice position for him to be in in the company for sure going mm. forward. Um, am I the only one that was a little underwhelmed by that reveal? Hmm. Now um. uh, now I, I don't necessarily mean that in like a like a hyper negative way. Mm. Um, Like I said, I like I like him in that position, but like you're teasing this exalted one over and over for months and months and months ever since Dynamite started, and then you're like, okay, here he is, here's a promo package, and Mm -hmm. like, can we have him like? decimating someone in the back room or or something like that like I feel like a promo after all this time is just a
0: little underwhelming at least for me well he did the promo and then he uh he was involved in the beat down of uh, SCU right yeah um, yeah you know, so, I mean, he was there. He did make an impact. Um, I think that... Uh, I, I don't think a lot of people would have expected him to be in that kind of role right away. Um, but, I mean, hey, it, it makes sense. Um, Brody Lee is going to be a, 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 another big man added to the roster. You also have Lance Archer, of course, who, you know, they did a promo video package for him where he just beat down random faceless people and he's like everybody dies and yeah. he's, just, he's just killing everybody um in the ring and, and they're all laid out and he's like standing standing tall at the very end um that was an interesting video package too yeah yeah um but yeah I mean these are these are very big gets for aew mm-hmm um the revival's also been mentioned on AEW TV now. Uh oh, shit. So, so we'll see where that goes. I missed that. When was that? Um I'll have to go back and, and find it, but I remember That's them crazy. being I maybe maybe it's a, a dream of mine, but I, I, I <laughs> somehow I remember them being mentioned. Either Man. on either on AEW TV or on um being the elite, though it'd be a lot less risque <laughs> to do it on on being the elite than it would be on. Right. You know AEW TV um, on TNT, um, but yeah, still crazy though. Still crazy. Yeah, um, Steven, I guess what what with Blood and Guts being postponed indefinitely. I mean, mm-hmm. um, will we have? I mean, what's what's I guess the future of AEW now? Is it is it just everything's in the air? Should we expect to see um, you know a uh, another show next week? I know you're you, you don't have. <laughs> You know all you know the the, any any knowledge that maybe the rest of us don't have, but with your professional expertise, where do you see this going?
2: Yeah, I mean, at this point, I think with Blood and Guts being postponed, it's going to be a very much up in the air kind of thing uh, going forward. I, I don't think that they're going to cancel any shows. They'll continue with Dynamite for sure. Um, but at this point with everything culminating to blood and guts and then that kind of being scrapped at the last minute, they're going to have to come up with something,
0: mm.
2: S- something in the meantime. Um, mm. I-, I don't think that they're going to like completely rewrite their year or or whatever, but, uh, th- there's going to be some kind of filler not not in Mm -hmm. a bad way but they're they're gonna have to buy some time for sure Mm -hmm. uh thankfully i mean obviously with Brody lee coming in lance archer coming in matt hardy coming in they have a lot of different tools that they can use to fill up some of this time Mm -hmm. um and that is the reason that i i really just don't know what they're gonna do they they uh they pull out a lot of surprises and i think that this is gonna be no different um yeah I can't determine if that thunder is coming from your end or my
0: end of the, of that the is microphone. coming from me. I can say for sure, <laughs> unfortunately, um, but no, I, I'm excited. No, but I mean, I'm you, you came out, see you, where they go. Oh y- yes. No, you, you came out beautifully. You came out quite clear in, in the in that. Cool. Um, but, but yeah, no. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm excited too, man. I'm, I'm very excited. I, I'm hoping that uh, the postponement and these kind of things that, that does, doesn't stop like, you know, um, I guess, stifle the, um, I guess the arrival of these guys, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it doesn't, um, you know, uh, it doesn't damage the momentum that AEW's gathered in the last month
2: and a half, two months. Right. Um, No, I think, I think that's the, the biggest thing, um, in my opinion, you know, mm -hmm. pulling blood and guts out at the last second, it's pretty detrimental, um you know there's a lot of people that were looking forward to that storylines are culminating to it uh it's a very pivotal moment in aew and for them to have to get rid of it so quickly is definitely a blow but with all of these new arrivals at aew i think they're more than prepared to be able to uh you know kind of give us something in the meantime that's still memorable mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well and uh and and you know, as far, as far as
0: television is concerned, I mean, you could do all sorts of stuff, right? You could, oh, yeah. Um, I mean, and, and and this doesn't just go for AEW. I mean, this is, goes for for NXT as well. Because um, NXT, on the opposite end of things, on Wednesday night, they were doing, like, these really cool, like, documentary-style promo packages and stuff for mm-hmm. uh, Johnny and Tommaso. And they, they did one on uh, Rhea Ripley as well. Yeah. Um, you know, but I mean, you could do like best ofs, right? Um, you could do mm-hmm. like like a uh, you could do on NXT one night. You could do like um, Tommaso and and Johnny uh, tag teaming as DIY from back in the day. Yeah, uh, their, their matches versus the revival. You could put that on there. You could put uh, the match where Tommaso turned on Johnny. You could put on the Takeover New Orleans match. You could <laughs> you could do all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, uh, you could do, um you know for AEW i mean heck put that tag team match on tv please yeah um, absolutely you know put that Cody and Dustin match on there you could there's a, so
2: much that you could do man um, one thing that'd be cool uh that that they could do obviously dynamite hasn't been around for a year yet necessarily but they could do like a year in review where they do you know top 10 tag matches in AEW so far they've been around for for long enough now that They do have a a back catalog of some very, very good matches. So, I mean, they could do something like that, too. Yeah. No, they totally could. They definitely totally
0: could. Mm -hmm. Um, And and I'd be very much intrigued to see it. Hey, Um, I'd watch it. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Yeah. Um, One last bit of news here that we should probably cover. Uh, Daniel Bryan. um, uh, You you may have seen these headlines here somewhere through various... um, places here, but uh, he was basically on the the Bella's podcast, and uh, he indicated that maybe uh, he would want to have a more flexible schedule, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Brie Bella, of course, is uh, pregnant with their second child, and um, uh, he, he says, um, then after that, it's not long after my contract is up. Uh, we've been talking about, like, what will you do from here, but To me, in my mind, it's almost like I think it's uh, I think I'm just done being a full time wrestler. Mm -hmm. Um, So a a lot of that makes sense. I mean, you kind of look at it in the perspective of you know he he worked so hard uh, to get back from that serious the serious injuries that he's had, and you know he had that that really good match with Drew Gulak. They seem to be actually partnering up pretty well. Um mm-hmm. they they've become close friends. They make a great tag team, I think. Um yeah. uh th- there's a a match for next week's SmackDown if Drew Gulak actually uh beats Shinsuke Nakamura, then Daniel Bryan gets a shot at the Intercontinental Championship uh against Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. And Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan would be quite good.
2: That'd uh, be very good. Yeah.
0: Mhm. Um but yeah, uh this is um this would be interesting for Daniel O'Brien, you know? I mean, whether whether he sticks with WWE, uh I don't know. Um I, I would say that that would make the most sense. That would cement his legacy pretty brilliantly. Um mm-hmm. but in that same respect there, uh, you know, I also see Daniel Bryan as as being somebody with scruples perhaps. Um what may- what, what? what does scr- that mean? Scruples? Yeah. Uh like um was, uh, Sounds like a type of currency. <laughs> like, like I think you're thinking of like rubles, right? Like, like oh. the Russian currency. Uh, oh, is that what that is? Okay. Yeah, scruples. <laughs> uh, scruples is um, uh, what's the the best? Uh, let me let me see here. It, it's it's like having a good conscience, basically, right? Okay. Yeah. Um. You know he's got he's got a strong moral philosophy about things. I see. I see. Yeah. You know, uh, <laughs> Word of the day here, folks. For headlock, yeah, talks. scruples. Scruples. <laughs> um, but I mean, Daniel Bryan came from the Indies, right? He came from mm-hmm. places like Ring of Honor and and PWG, right? Um, and he he is one of those people that made those places what they are today. Mm-hmm. Um, I, one could perhaps argue that he is Ring of Honor's greatest ever champion, right? Uh, for the things that he did for that promotion. Um and and he was also PWG champion at, at another time as well, um you know could he do something like that that would be amazing um I mean he's also made it no secret that you know he would like to go to Japan one day, um mm-hmm. you know th- think of matches like you know Daniel Bryan versus Okada right like that would be <laughs> I want to see Daniel Bryan versus Sonata Daniel Bryan versus Sonata would be great Daniel Bryan versus yeah. Zach Zach Saber Jr. Yeah, there's so many. Um, you know, uh, some maybe somebody like um, like Kota Ibushi or even uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi, perhaps. Yeah, Ishi, um, yeah. Ishi. You know, wow, that would be great. Yeah, to, just to enter Daniel Bryan into G1, I think would be the the answer here. Absolutely. Uh, just, <laughs> just so you could have all these great matches, uh, and then somehow co-plan this toward John Moxley's also in the G1. You know, that'd be funny. Um, Oh, shit. There you go. (laughs) Um, That one's free in New Japan. Yeah, there you go. You know, uh, please send checks to Headlock Talk headquarters. (laughs) You know, (laughs) yeah,
2: right. (laughs) Um, No, but uh, this news is interesting. Um, I I definitely don't, you know, uh, disagree with him or blame him necessarily. You know, uh, he's been working really, really, really hard. For a very, 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 very long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, hats off to him if he wants to take a break. I, I totally understand that. Um, but even if it's not a break and it's just uh, a break from the the full time every week uh, kind of thing, mm. you know, seeing like you said, seeing him go to PWG, seeing him go to New Japan, that that would be amazing to see. Yeah, Ring um, of Honor. Ring of Honor, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's there's so many different places that that he would fit right in. You know, mm-hmm. um. I don't know. I I really don't know. I I don't want him to stay with WWE. I'll say that uh, just because if he does want to do kind of a a more relaxed schedule, like like part-time thing, um, Mm. I I don't really see them doing too well with that with him. Unfortunately, Uh, they don't have a very good track record with the kind of part-time people. uh, And I I don't think Daniel Bryan would be... um, his uh, his legacy would be treated very well, if mm. that makes any sense. Um, well, so, I, I mean, we'll have to see.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, he would uh, he would certainly be, I guess, uh, taken care of. I guess is one way to put it. Um, right. Yeah, if if it was uh, him in WWE, still, uh, it would be um, it, it, he'd be a, sh- uh, a surefire Hall of Famer for sure. Oh yeah. Um, I think that would happen regardless. And, well, at the same time, you could argue, you know, what would the Hall of Fame even mean? Because we all know, and it's quite clear, Daniel Bryan is is the owner of probably one of WrestleMania's greatest ever moments. Like, WrestleMania 30 was built around him. Mm -hmm. Um, And not many people can say that. Um, right. so yeah, I mean, hats off to Daniel Bryan, whatever he chooses to do in the future. That's great. I highly look forward to it. If it's, if, if it's new Japan, if it's ring of honor, if it's PWG, fantastic. If it's still WWE as, as, as long as he finds a way to still continue to be creative in a limited capacity, I'm all for it. Right. Yeah, no, uh, absolutely. <laughs> um, now, uh, we posted on Twitter uh, just the other day that we wanted you guys to bring the heat. Uh, of course, we are looking for your hottest takes, your most unpopular opinions, and your most burning questions for this hot week's takes. show. Yes, hot takes. Um, so, here we go. We have uh, uh, SCW Wrestling Channel at SCW underscore Steve. Uh, Steve says, unpopular opinion. Now that WrestleMania is two nights, that actually... Uh, more people will enjoy it than expected. Okay, there will be no audience, but the two shows should be the length of two NXT takeovers, which is a perfect length for a wrestling pay per view show.
2: Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, I would agree I with mean, that I, yeah. actually. Yeah, absolutely, I definitely agree with that. I mean, uh, we, we've <laughs> we've talked at nauseum about uh, you know how long WrestleMania is, and mm. uh, even though it's a it's a great event, I love it, uh, I want it. It's so long. It's so long. Yes, yes.
0: Let's just make sure
2: nobody takes that and isolates that sound clip. Um, do yes. what you got to do, people. I'm not telling you what to do. <laughs>
0: um, yes, WrestleMania no, I, I is a, a long event, um, and, and, and we all want it right um uh-huh. yep <laughs> i'm sorry steve we've totally you know taken your question and and just butchered it um but uh <laughs> to say the least uh yes i i look forward to this shorter format um it's interesting to see uh gronk as the uh the master of ceremonies the the host right. of wrestlemania <laughs> um we'll see how that yeah, goes I mean, that'll be
2: interesting I don't know. Cool. <laughs> yes. Cool. Yes, indeed. I'm excited for that scene of fiend match though. Hmm.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Well, th- thank you, uh, SCW, Steve. Uh, we greatly appreciate your question. Yes. Um, thank you. Mags, all pods at D E J Kirkby <laughs> on Twitter. Hey Mags, what's up, buddy? Hope what is up, man. <laughs> hope you, as well as everyone who, ans- who asked questions this week, uh, is doing well. Um, Mag says, my hot take for today, anyone who has steak cooked past medium rare is a monster, and I secretly judge you. Um, <laughs> Sorry, Mags. It's okay. I judge Steven all the time about it. <laughs> <laughs> he really uh, does. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, medium well. Um, medium ooh, well. Medium well. Medium well. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Um see, perfect. Yeah, I I gotta I gotta side with Mags here. Medium rare, uh, you know. If if you know if, if you're not going at least medium rare, then I don't know, man. You know, you you might as well just you know order a
2: hamburger. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but that's just it's me. funny. I feel like we've had this exact conversation before. <laughs> I'm sure we have. Uh, <laughs> our our uh, <laughs> uh,
0: royally rumbled at royally rumbled actually replied to Mags and said great name. Yeah, they're a wonderful podcast. Uh, definitely check them out. Um, they say, at its center, this take is really just warm. <laughs> and, I, and I appreciate it. <laughs> um, you, sh- you should just go through the thread on that. That's pretty great. Um, right. uh, jo- our, our friend Josh had a question, but um, but I can't see it. So, what? So, so, yeah, it's strange. Um... I, I I know that he had a question. I, I can no longer see the question here on Twitter. So, Josh, hope you're doing okay. I I don't know what happened to your tweet there, but shout out to Josh Robinson, everybody.
2: Maybe he regretted the hot take.
0: Perhaps, perhaps it was too hot. Too hot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a scolding take. Oh, the the kind that causes welts and blisters. Um, yeah, we don't want that kind. <laughs> Uh, Lotus moon production on Twitter at Lotus moon prod, um, asks or rather says Roman Reigns rocks. Haha, ha. Changed my mind. Um, hmm. Oh man. S- S- Steven, do you want to take this one
2: or, or do you want I me mean, to take I... this one? I've, I've, I've said it enough. I don't like Roman Reigns. <laughs> I like more power to you if, if you like him. I'm not saying he's terrible. I just don't dig him. But um I'm glad you like him.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean I I can't say that um uh that that I'm like his biggest fan, right? I I appreciate him for for who he is and what he does. Mm. Um and and I would say that uh, I I'm glad that uh that you think that Roman Reigns rocks Lotus Moon Productions. Um there is a lot of evidence to the contrary. Um I, I will say I mean um, <laughs> um, you, you could just look at the the string of WrestleMania main event matches where they've tried to coronate um, uh, Roman reigns as the the top guy in WWE only for it to, to fall on its face. Um, whether mm-hmm. or not that's Roman's fault or if it's the fault of the fans, uh, just you know or if it's the fault of Vince McMahon, you know I mean I, I think that uh, any any one of those could be the answer. Um, but, right. um, you know, I, I can surely appreciate one being a fan uh, of a wrestler. I'd be a
2: much bigger fan if he just gets rid of the Superman punch.
0: Mm, mm, mm.
2: Or That's if he a just, lot of what's holding me back.
0: Or if he just had dry hair for once. I think that would be fun,
2: too. True. <laughs> this man showers more than any human being.
0: Constantly. We need to conserve the water, Roman. Come on now. This is true. It's true. It's <laughs> true. Um, oh man, here, here's, here's one, Steven goodness. Oh snap. Um, <laughs> so our buddy, um, Matt, AKA brother black of brother, uh, of the brotherhood, uh, on Twitter at the illustrious MG 40. Uh, he says a burning question that must be answered. Okay. Burning okay. question. Who has the better taste in beer, Tanner or Steven?
2: Oh, man. Oh, <sighs> man. Well. Um... Probably Tanner. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll be real honest here. Probably Tanner. <laughs> if I it have makes... my few that I stick with, but.
0: Um, I, I tend to be very adventurous with my palate just in general, whether it's food, or drink, desserts. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so, so I'm kind of willing to give anything a shot. Um, if it's a very strong IPA, you're probably gonna turn me off of it. But I'm pretty mm. much willing to drink whatever um, you, you you serve me. Um, now, where Stephen would probably have the upside in the argument here is that um, I actually haven't had any alcohol since probably August, maybe of 2019. I've been mm. I, I haven't had a drink of liquor, one drop. Um, or, 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 or one pour of beer, um, right. kind of self-imposed. I, you know, I just, um, you know, I, I know that when I do drink beer, I, I, uh, I can kill a six pack pretty easily. And, um, if I'm going to the gym six times out of the week, uh, it makes it very hard for me to justify, uh, taking down a six pack of beer. Um, yeah. can't be the Jack
2: gentleman. No, can't be
0: the... <laughs> I can be the, the, the drunk gentleman, um, right? <laughs> but not the Jack gentleman. Um, I, I will say, and this is not a knock on Steven, but he himself admitted that his favorite beer is Dos Equis. So yes,
2: <laughs> yes, that's my uh, default. Uh, yeah. if I'm going, if I'm just like going even to a, buy beer, not even
0: a just Modelo. Just, like, do, do you like Modelo, Steven? Have you had but, Modelo before?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I've had Modelo. Modelo's fine. Yeah. Uh, I, um, uh, I, d- I probably wouldn't buy it for myself, but I'll drink it for sure. What is it that you like most about Dosaki, Stephen? Steven? It's a very clean flavor. There, mm-hmm. There's not a lot going on. It, it's just, and it's very consistent. You really know what you're getting every time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the, the biggest thing for it is that it's a very clean flavor. Uh, I don't know if that makes any sense. Uh, I think our, yeah. our beer drinkers out there would, would understand what that means. Um, yeah. But but I also do like some some more flavorful beers as well. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a beer uh, from Austin Beer Works called Peacemaker. It's a very hoppy beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one is very good. That that's definitely one of my favorites. Very hard to find though. Um, mm-hmm. it, no one sells it. It, it sucks. Um, mm-hmm. But then uh, Shiner is another uh, one of my favorites. Um, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, I, I've just recently started getting into beer. So, mm. uh, you know, ask me next year and maybe it won't be Dos Equis. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, there, there is
0: nothing finer than a Shiner. This is true. This is true. Yeah, Shiner <laughs> is very good. So I, I, I guess I guess I, the answer is me. Uh, well, though, yeah, I mean maybe it is a tie because you actively still, you know, uh, partake in the in the,
2: the the beer beverages. But but you're the connoisseur. Uh, yes, yes. I've tried I've tried many fancy beers under your wing. Mm. I'll say that. <laughs> I'm, I'm,
0: like i'm this this shaman of beer drinking <laughs> yeah or i was
2: i was more envisioning like a drunk pigeon but yeah. but yeah, yeah just stay just you just try that one Steven. <laughs>
0: just just give it a, you guys give it a try uh, uh, royally rumbled at, at royally rumbled podcast uh or rather <laughs> royally rumbled is the twitter handle Um, they are ah. a podcast there I see. Go. I see. There you go. Um uh Royal Rumble says um, Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley is massively overrated, and nothing has been added to his quote character since leaving WWE. Ooh, hot. <laughs> Ooh, super hot. Um super <laughs> to, hot. To, to which point uh Michael P. S. Harding at uh M. Harding twenty five says, I don't think it's legal to say that. <laughs> Great answer
2: um, <laughs> um, well stephen what mean, what do you think
0: um, I mean Bros? I disagree
2: mm. personally um I think we're we're finally <laughs> having. We're finally having a Dean Ambrose slash John Moxley where uh, he's able to call the shots, and we're not mm. having weird segments with him getting vaccinated, coming out in gas masks. I know it's it's the cool thing in the wrestling community to not like that kind of stuff, but wow, crazy! I actually just flat out don't like that stuff. Um, not not trying to huh. you know say anything bad or, or call anybody out, but right. it's you know I. I didn't like it even when I saw it, not just because it's the cool thing to Mm -hmm. to think that it's not cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I, I don't know. I... I can definitely hear what you're saying about uh, not a lot going on, like not a lot being added to his character necessarily. Um, but I think that's what makes him great at this point. Cause right now we're seeing a stripped down John Moxley and we're able to see him how he wants to be without any of these preconceived notions or necessities attached onto his character. Um, so I definitely hear what you're saying. Uh, I respectfully disagree. Uh, I, yeah, I mean, I, I really like him. He's one of my favorite wrestlers out there right now. Um, if he's not your cup of tea, that's fine. We There's a bunch more people to be fans of, um, but yeah. um, As far as Moxley is concerned,
0: um, I think a lot of what makes Moxley so interesting um. It, I guess what's happened with his character is addition by way of subtraction, right? Exactly. He, he's he's not this guy who's like, um, I, I think he said it perfectly himself on the Jericho podcast. He's not this guy who comes out with like a hot dog cart, you know, or like, you know, <laughs> or like goes, you know, you know, driving backwards on a freeway or like doing all these crazy things that Dean Ambrose would normally do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he he said that uh uh you know the the things that that they had him do were things that a that an uncool person would do right or or that right. uh, that an idiot would do um so yeah i mean you don't you don't really have that um, dimension in john moxley john moxley more or less is is somebody who um is always um there for a challenge for a fight basically mm-hmm. And and I think that's what makes him kind of like that, um, and, and I don't mean to beat a dead horse with this because that's what a lot of people have alluded to. This being is is John Moxley being a, a stone cold Steve Austin kind of character, somebody who's always in, uh, who, who's always down for a fight, um, mm-hmm. you know. But I mean, hey, if you look at what happened when he went to New Japan, you know, he he went there and. Man, he fully embraced everything. He was he he had that match with Juice Robinson. He jumped into the G one. Had all these really good matches. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, he he kept going to Japan, you know, for like uh, the Wrestle Kingdom show. Um, so I mean, yeah, kudos to John Moxley. Um, seriously, um, he I I think this is for John Moxley. It's it's addition by way of subtraction. And it's bring life back to a character that he was before WWE. Yeah. Couldn't have said it better myself. Mm. Um so thank you for your for your question. Uh for your sure. hot takes. Ro- Royally Rumbled, your your hot take. Mm-hmm. Um Tony Dunn at The Trooper underscore eighty six uh says given what happened last night and the arrival of Lance Archer recently, there is no spot right now for the revival in AEW. Hmm. hmm. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I think we had mentioned uh something like this uh maybe last week or a few weeks ago. Um obviously their rival's great, right? And AEW has a fantastic tag team division, but you can certainly argue that their tag division is a little crowded. Um, hmm. now for better or worse, you know, they they seem to be handling it pretty well. Um, and one thing I, I they did that I really liked was uh, the, the whole death triangle thing with Lucha Bros and uh, Pack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Lucha Bros, arguably, arguably one of the best tag teams in the world. Right. But they've mm-hmm. been a little, you know, a little bit. I guess absent uh Stagnant. in the yeah. yeah in the in the tag team division but now you've taken their character and pushed them into a different role with Pack being this death triangle faction so they're definitely handling that very well but there's really only so much room for you know a tag team division and at this point AEW has a lot they have a lot so I don't know, I'm willing, if they do end up going to AEW, I'm willing to see what they're going to do with them, but I don't 100% disagree uh, with this point here. Yeah, I mean, I, I can definitely see, um, I, I can definitely see
0: where Tony's coming from, and I can definitely see where you're coming from as well, um, though I think that they, I guess Matt and Nick Jackson specifically, since since they kind of oversee the tag division a little bit, um I think that AEW, um, and and maybe not from the jump, right? Um, But the revival has to be somewhere at or near the top, if not the top, uh, of of the list of of teams that they wanted to bring in to AEW. And um, I think it's because they're very they they're a very classic take on tag team wrestling, and they're Mm -hmm. very very good at it. Um, yes. a, a Revival versus Young Bucks tag team match would be absolutely bonkers. Um, mm-hmm. I, I have no doubt about that. Um, and the Revival could still bring something to the tag division, um, though I will say it is awfully busy. Um, mm-hmm. uh, so, so I mean, my take's not too different from yours here, Steven. Yeah. Um, I think that there are some teams where it's just like we don't really know what's going on with them on a weekly basis, like Mm -hmm. the the butcher and the blade, right? Like they're a very very good tag team, but you don't. I mean, they they also seem to be kind of like eh, you know like one foot in, you know, then they're gone next week, or you know they're now they're on dark, or you know they're they're kind of rudderless. They don't really have a direct story right now, right? Um. So I don't know, man. Um, I I still definitely see like the revival being there. Um, but like, if they're gonna like, if AEW still plans on going ham with like, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, bringing in people like, if they're like, hey, let's let's bringing let's bring in Mexiblood, you know, Bandito and Flamita to be attacking. Oh my god! It'd be like, all right, guys, like, <laughs> this is, stop going so hard in the paint here. Like, we yeah, need, this is getting to be a little much. We need y'all to calm down. <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) you know, uh, or let's let's sign you know Chris Brooks and Jonathan Gresham and and reform you know CCK or something like that. I don't know, you know, it'd be like yeah. I mean, look, these are ideas that 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 we've discussed here on the show before. I I mean, it's
2: I I know know. it's just like (laughs) if you have all those people in one promotion, then you you should. It's a bit much. You should just have a tag team promotion. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, yeah.
0: <laughs> all right. Um, give me one second here. Oh, one okay. second. One second.
2: <laughs> oh, do do I need to fill space here? I didn't realize that I would be needed to do this. I don't oh, even know if we're recording space. right now. I really don't even know. But I'm going to keep talking because... Tanner really didn't give me much info on, you know, where he was going or how long he'd be gone. He kind of just said, all right, we're done, Uh, you know. But I think it's my responsibility to keep the show going. I'm I'm back. Oh, hello. Were you recording? Were were, were you taking this time
0: to write me off of the show?
2: No, no. (laughs) No, Okay. Uh, I was just... I was just saying I didn't have much info on how long you'd be gone so I figured <laughs> out I would uh you know fill the space. I don't know if we were were recording or not.
0: But... Uh yes, we we we're still we're still rolling. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> Are we keeping I, all of this in? We can if you want to. That's fine. Okay. I, I just I just all had right. to go and get my my dog Millie. She's she's very afraid of thunderstorms and apparently oh, she oh. was uh driving Mrs. Headlock talk crazy. So I see. So we had to go oh. and get, get the I old get the old Miller here um let's see here more hot takes guys (laughs) uh let's see here the wrestling life on twitter at uh, twl underscore podcast says if anything there should be more flips in modern pro wrestling (laughs) hmm Hmm. hey i like flips yeah flips are great I mean, yeah. uh, see, here's the thing. You, you want to find a nice balance, right? You want to find a good balance between, like, you know, really good technical wrestling, uh, really good flippy wrestling, really good big man wrestling. That's what you want. That's what Jeff you want. Yeah, Jeff Cobb. That's what you want. Do, doing, <laughs> doing flips, basically. Yep.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> uh, actually, now that you say that, yeah, he is the perfect type time- of... <laughs> Dude, he's, he's, he's the full package. <laughs> that's that's what she said. Um, <laughs>
2: ah, this guy. <laughs> um. But yeah.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I like balance in my wrestling, Steven, But but do you would do you feel like we need more flips?
2: Um. No. I. I well. Okay. Mm. I let me just say I agree with you. Balance is the key for balance. sure. Um. Yeah. I mean, it, if every. If every wrestler was Ricochet, that would be boring. If it, every wrestler was Braun Strowman, that would be boring. Oh yeah. you know, it, it balance is definitely mm-hmm. the key. Mm-hmm.
0: Did you uh, not the tangents here well but uh well it's gonna happen anyway. Um Bra- Braun Strowman, uh you know, he was uh, he was kind of putting down uh people who were uh, independent wrestlers uh online uh, this past weekend. I did see that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, Peron, we 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 had your back for a long time, and, and I don't mm-hmm. know why you all decided to be a jerk all of a sudden. Um, yeah, I don't know. Not a good look, dude. Not a not, especially at this time. You know, not a good look. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that uh, uh, what uh, what other people are doing um, in the in the wrestling world, whether it be John Moxley or others who are donating money to um independent wrestlers and independent wrestling companies. Um I think that's great. And um more people should you should be more like John Moxley and less like Braun Strowman perhaps. Perhaps. Yeah. <laughs> um let's see here. But uh yeah. Um flips, no flips. I, I, I would rather live in a world where there are flips than no flips. I will say that.
2: Yes. Absolutely. hmm
0: Um so thank you for your question, the wrestling life. Um at brightest, uh, I'm sorry. At in brightest day X mm. on Twitter mm. says, Moxley is the second coming of Stone Cold and the greatest AEW champion ever. Um, <laughs> uh, right. so I guess this is the inverse of the of the previous question that we had. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, yeah, John Moxley. Um, great. AEW champion for sure. Yes, uh, th- there there is only one other person that you have to consider in that conversation as greatest <laughs> AEW champion. <laughs> um, yeah, you don't got a
2: lot of competition there.
0: But but Chris Jericho, he is quite good. He is, uh, I, I think, uh, Mags um, and, and quite a few other people out there um, have have certainly made a strong case that Chris Jericho could be the greatest of all time. I mean, I mm-hmm. I would not um, disagree with that claim. And, in fact, on multiple occasions, I have regretted eliminating Chris Jericho so early in the uh, uh, Fantasy Warfare <laughs> 2019 right. yeah. tournament uh, just because of how good he was um, mm-hmm. uh, as as AEW champion. Um, but, yeah, I mean, this question is not about Jericho. This question is about Moxley. Is he the greatest AEW champion? Only time will tell.
2: That's yeah, I, I, think, I think that's the big thing. Only time will tell. Uh, there, there's a lot of factors that go into um, what Chris Jericho's AEW title reign meant, both mm. in the company and outside of the company. Yeah. Um, there, there's a lot lot more factors there. And also, we got to see a lot more of it than we have of Moxley so far. Um, so far, yes, Moxley is fantastic. He's a great, great champion. Mm-hmm. But... You know, let's take a look at what Jericho did over the last, what, six months or or so. You know, Mm -hmm. Uh, he was the the biggest guy in a brand new promotion, brought that title to the prestige that it is. Uh, I mean, uh, enough can't be said about the impact that Jericho had for that title and for AEW. Um, So time will tell. Mm. Time will tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, But for the second part of of that hot take with the the second coming of stone cold. Mm, mm -hmm. There's a lot of factors that made stone cold who he was. And Mm. I don't know if we're ever going to really have someone like that ever again. Uh, I I don't know. Mm. I I don't, I don't necessarily want to say that stone cold is just like the, the God of wrestling and no (laughs) one can ever, ever touch him. And, And I'm not necessarily saying that, but I don't know if there's ever going to be a wrestler that is that universally loved. Mm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: No,
2: yeah. I mean, um, I think that there's definitely aspects of
0: John Moxley that are very Stone Cold-esque, mm-hmm. right? Um, I, I definitely think that that is true. Um, but does he have, I mean, is he everything that Stone Cold was? No, not really. Um, I mean, Stone Cold. Obviously, the the hallmark thing about Stone Cold is is you know flipping the bird and drinking the beers and stuff like that. And John Moxley, yeah, he says, hey, it's 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 you know beer time or it's whiskey time or what you know. That, right? That I said both things. Um, at a e w revolution but it's not like he had like a case of beer at ringside and he was like smashing the beers and like you know just <laughs> getting belligerently drunk in the ring or whatever uh, <laughs> Right. but um yeah um is he the second coming stone cold i think he's he's very very close um but also he's his own man right yeah. um I, it's I, it's really just the second coming of john moxley. There you go. I think that sums it up quite well. Yeah. Um, so, thank you for your question. Uh, let me see here. The Hallway po- uh, Wrestling Podcast on Twitter at Hallway pod asks, or rather says, Ooh. Uh, Zach Gibson is better than MJF. And this probably isn't Ooh. the crowd to say this, but it's true. Ooh. Um, wow. Ooh. Um, so... My argument will probably vary differently from Stephen. Um, but I've as somebody who's watched Progress wrestling uh, from the very first chapter and getting to see Zach Gibson blossom and become so hated simply because he's from Liverpool, um, <laughs> uh, it, it, it's quite it's quite awesome, and he's been doing this a lot longer than MJF has. Um and uh, the fact that he he can't get on a microphone and say two words without the entire crowd just just utterly booing him out of the building, I think that's enough. Uh, it's enough for me. You don't you you're not really gonna see this in that context in in, in like a in like a U.S. crowd perhaps, but if you watch this stuff from from Progress, uh, you'll you'll definitely see uh, how big of a heel. Zach Gibson really and tr- uh, truly is. Uh, mm-hmm. So I would say, yeah, I mean, I, I would actually agree with this take. Zach Gibson is possibly a, a better heel in his own context than MJF is.
2: I mean, I can certainly see that argument. Um, I, I'm definitely way more familiar with MJF than I am Zach Gibson. Um, I, I've, I've seen Zach Gibson, uh, seen a lot of his matches and uh, promos and things like that. He's great. Uh, I mean obviously he's great um I don't think I'm the person to ask about this question just because I I am not entirely familiar with him yeah. um I mean but...
0: he he just he just loves his his city of Liverpool and he wants to soon be recognized as a uh, you know NXT's tag team champions with his uh his his tag team partner James Drake you know I mean mm-hmm. I think uh mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean really I mean he's not asking for a lot here folks he really isn't no. It doesn't uh, seem like it, <laughs> um, but thank you for your question, for sure. Yes, we we greatly appreciate that. Uh, hallway Wrestling Podcast. Um, let me see here. Uh, we've got a few more here. Stephen, are you still with us? Oh, I'm still here. Absolutely. Oh, all right. Good. Good. Glad to glad to hear you're still there. <laughs> um, let me see here. Scotty Wiseman at Hellborn One Zero Two Five. Nice profile pick, by the way. I too am a big fan of German Shepherd dogs.
2: Hey. Um,
0: uh, let's see here. Scotty says Terry Funk and Ric Flair are gods of the wrestling business. Mm. Uh, yeah, agree yeah. Um, yeah. Terry Funk is uh, an amazing um, uh, performer just overall and the fact that he uh, wrestled for so long um, is, is truly a testament. Uh, to, mm-hmm. to the kind of man he is. And, and the same for Ric Flair, truly. Um, they, they always seem to do business well. And uh, more power to them. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. a big fan.
2: No, I mean, I definitely agree with that. I, I think for this, the, this comes down to ask literally any modern wrestler who they were watching growing up. Who they looked up to. Who made them want to start. Um, it, it's always Terry Funk and Ric Flair. Always. Yeah, Terry so. Funk, Ric Flair,
0: you know, or 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 you know, if you ask the people that influenced today's wrestlers, you know, the, the Stone Cold's and the Rocks and the right, you know, the the John Moxleys, you know, these kinds of people. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, Terry Funk, Ric Flair, those those should be, uh, th- those are probably two of the most influential people, you know, in the business for sure. Yeah, um, Zach uh, at Smart Mouth. Um it says uh the Montreal Screwjob was a work with the intended payoff of Brett returning.
2: Ooh mm. Man, um, we we the world
0: may never know. Um that is a that is a spicy take there, Zach. Yeah. That's quite a spicy take. Um Man. Um It would be very elaborate, but I I mean, there there is an argument for it for sure. Right. Um I do know that, that Brett and Sean have never steered away from saying publicly that they disliked each other at one point. Um now they seem to have made up and become good friends. Um but uh yeah. Very interesting. That's a that's a that's an interesting theory. I've I've never yeah, really that's... thought about that. It's a lot of
2: moving parts.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, of yeah. course, with I think the, the part that intrigues me is the intended path of, of Brett returning. Um, I, I guess, like you said, Stephen, the world may never know because if it weren't for Goldberg, uh, you know, Brett may have returned at some point back right. to WWE. He, he made no bones about it that he was unhappy in WCW. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I could see it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um so thank you for your question, Zach. I do appreciate it. Yeah. Interesting take. T3 Podcast Network at T3 Networks. Uh th- they've got a take here. Natalia is not an entertaining wrestler and never has been. Oof. Yikes. <laughs> oh man. Uh Steven, I know um you're you're not a huge fan of Natalia. Uh, no, I'm not. <laughs>
2: um I mean I like her more than I like Roman Reigns or Elias, well there you go, (laughs) or 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 Baron Corbin, you know, Um, (laughs) just just for the uh record, (laughs) there you go. Yeah, I mean she's not my favorite. Uh, I I don't. I wouldn't say that she's like utterly non entertaining. That's a little much, but uh, I mean she's just, and I don't mean this in the wrong way, but she's just kind of there for me, you know. It is what it is. Yeah, I
0: mean, I um, I can't say that I have never been entertained by natalia um I, I do think that she certainly has a um a following and there there is a place for her on the roster she is very very good as a wrestler um you know whether or not you are entertained by her i mean uh, that is of course a, a personal taste i guess very um, subjective yes yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's, there's, you could, you could find anybody out there who finds any wrestler non-entertaining. Um, right. but yeah, I mean, um, I, I do like this take though. <laughs> it is quite a spicy take. It is. Um, it is. And that's <laughs> what we're here for. So yes. Um, well, thank you for your take T3 podcast network. Um, let me see here. Uh, non rest, not, I'm sorry, non WWE guy rather, no, at non WWE guy on Twitter <laughs> says, Liv Morgan is overrated. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. Oh, man. All right. Um, See, <laughs> I'll go even hotter here. Um, oh, in, shit. <laughs> in, in order for Liv Morgan to be overrated, we actually have to see her do something on television.:
2: Oh, man, there it is.
0: right? I mean <laughs> I mean, I, I would like to rate her at some point, right? right? I, I would like to know where she is at on the scale, so that way we can give her a proper rating, but I never see her do anything right Right. outside of she, she broke up a wedding. She, you know, she got her face caved in by Shayna Baszler at, you know, (laughs) elimination chamber. (laughs) Um,
2: I mean, what else do you want here? Right? Yeah. Um, I mean, that's the main thing that, that she's done since coming back is, is the elimination chamber match and her involvement in that was not, she wasn't responsible for the shit show that that match was, um, I don't know for her to be overrated. She would have to be rated. Uh, so <laughs> I, I guess I, I don't, I don't know anyone who's, who's, you know, clamoring down the doors saying Liv Morgan's the greatest wrestler of all time. I, don't, I I've never heard that <laughs> phrase ever. Uh, so I don't know. Maybe one day, maybe, maybe one day, maybe one, maybe one
0: day. <laughs> Well, that is all your hot takes for the week, ladies and gentlemen, and we'd greatly appreciate you for uh, reaching out to us, and uh, be on the lookout for this tweet again next week, so mm-hmm. that way you can write in your hot takes, your most burning questions, and most unpopular opinions here, so that Headlock Talk can give you a shout-out. Mm-hmm. Yes, I just like making that sizzle sound. Yeah, that sizzle's great. It reminds me of that those steaks we were talking about earlier. <laughs> <laughs> the Yeah, the medium-well ones. Yeah, mm. yeah. medium-rare. Medium mm. <laughs> um, uh, I like how you, you, you put that in there. You, you, yeah, you almost welcome. got me. You almost got me. Um, <laughs> uh, well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, um, we generally wrap up the show with our favorite segment. Uh, we're going to take a deep dive down into, of course, If Wishes Were Fishes.
2: It's underwater.
0: <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. If this is your first time listening to Headlock Talk, welcome. If uh, if you've been with us since the very beginning, then you know what's about to to happen, and of course, a welcome to you as well. Um, if wishes or fishes is a uh, fun game that we like to play, where we each take turns making wrestling related uh, fish. Uh, Wrestling related wishes. <laughs> there you go. Um, and uh, the other grades them. Yes, indeed. In terms of fishes. Now, yes. <laughs> now <laughs> it's quite a silly game, uh, but uh, Stephen and I enjoy playing it. We we hope you enjoy listening to it as well. Please, of course, you're always welcome to write in your if wishes were fishes to us. Just tweet us at Headlock Talk on Twitter. Again, that's at Headlock Talk on Twitter. You know, we we've, we've never really thought about doing that. Hmm. Everybody mm. else's if wishes were fishes. I like that. That's a good idea. Mm. Mm. Maybe we'll Stay have to tuned try. for that. Ooh, yeah. Let's 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 think about this. That yeah. would be that would be quite yep. spicy.
2: We'll let that sizzle and see what comes <laughs> out. Next to that, that medium rare steak. <laughs> exactly. This guy gets it. <laughs>
0: Steven, do you have any wrestling
2: related wishes for us this week? I do. I do indeed. hmm Mm. mm. Uh, for my first wish, or I guess my wish, um, so we always talk about you know retirement matches. Uh, we, we had that Jushin Thunder Liger retirement match uh, in New Japan not too long ago. And now with the news with Daniel Bryan, possibly going part-time, possibly stopping in general. Where is he going to go? PWG? New Japan? We don't know. Is he going to stay with WWE? Um, we don't know. But it's becoming apparent that there will be some kind of change in, uh, Daniel Bryan's wrestling career. So if he does end up leaving WWE, I would like Daniel Bryan's last WWE match to be with Kyle O'Reilly. Ooh,
0: yes, that that is a good pick. That is quite a, quite a spicy pick. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, Kyle O'Reilly, he, he would make for a fantastic choice. Um, and uh really and truly any one of the the ring of honor guys from back in the day like i mean we saw Dana bryan have his match with adam cole uh which was mm-hmm. really good um, spectacular yeah uh, very, very good match on smackdown um i would be a big fan of seeing him with roderick strong as well because yeah back in ring of honor those guys had quite the rivalry in 2005 and 2006, and I was just watching um, a, a match um, from SuperCard of Honor between the two, uh, which went about an hour, and it was Ugh. it was great. It was that such a so great, such a good match. And what's crazy is like the the match holds up actually surprisingly well. Um, you just have to have a little bit of context of knowing where Daniel Bryan and Roderick Strong were at in their careers at the time. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, but Kyle O'Reilly, he does match up very, very well with uh, Daniel Bryan and, and being able to um, not only uh, execute strikes very well, but also he he's very well versed in um, uh, mixed martial arts and jiu mm-hmm. specifically. He can grapple with the best of them. So yes, that would be a that would be an intense match.
2: Um, yeah, I think I think the reason I chose Kyle O'Reilly is you know. The, the last match for for a wrestler, uh, is, it's very much about handing, handing down the torch, right? And with Kyle O'Reilly and Daniel Bryan, I think they have styles that are similar uh, to each other. Um, very, very similar to each other, I would say. And, and having Daniel Bryan pass that torch down to Kyle O'Reilly, man, it, that would be a beautiful, beautiful moment. Not to mention a fantastic match.
0: I I would certainly agree with that. Uh, I would certainly um, say that this would be a... um, uh, what would be the right way of saying this? It, it would cause, um, quite a stir within the wrestling community to have that as Daniel Bryan's last match, but it, it would be certainly a good pick. And, mm-hmm. uh, the match itself would be very, very good. I would say, um, yes. I mean, another one that I would, I would put up there as well would be, um, uh, Johnny Gargano. Of course, I think him and Daniel yeah. Bryan would also have an amazing match. Uh, I think that they match up very well also. um, with that being said, a um uh, such an intense match deserves a very intense fish. Um, oh. so uh with that being said, uh I'm going to actually go with the uh I'm going to go with four sturgeons. Uh mm. so the sturgeons are mm. very intense looking fish. They they don't really look like any other fish that I'm aware of. Uh but they're very um very bony, uh very intense intimidating looking um a fish. So yes Let's see. Four four sturgeons.
2: Right on. Well thank you for the sturgeons.
0: Yeah, of course man. You're <laughs> quite welcome. Um let me see here. If wishes were fishes, let me see. Man, now now you got me thinking about that Roderick Strong, Brian, uh, <laughs> Brian Danielson match. Man, I'm, <laughs> I'm stuck on that match now. Um, let me see. If if wishes were fishes, um, look, um, I I don't mean any ill will here, right? uh Oh, um, but after the the comments that Matt Hardy made, and obviously we know the comments that John Moxley had made previously. Um, if voices were fishes, uh, Vince McMahon uh would uh step aside uh from from booking creative uh upon um the completion of this year's WrestleMania. Now, chances of that are highly slim, but I think that Vince McMahon really and truly should only be there from a controlling of the uh, the control of the business aspect of things. Um, mm-hmm. I think that. Uh, You know, a lot of the unhappiness in the locker room is a result of the restrictions that are uh, on the wrestlers. And uh, unfortunately, um, that's certainly caused quite a few of them to leave and go to his competition. Um, Mm -hmm. Now, I mean, these are obviously big gets for uh, other companies around the world, like AEW or New Japan, for example. But um, yeah, uh, I I would say that... uh, you know, in the wake of this Triple H demotion or non demotion, whatever you want to call it, um, Triple H needs to be um, in control of booking and creative. Uh, you know, I would say if if not after WrestleMania, then at the end of the year.
2: Oh man, oh man! You know, the this wish always uh, rears its head around every few months or so. Some some version of this wish, because we've long said this at. At Headlock Talk and, and not even just us uh, That's that's an idea that's been Thrown around all over the Wrestling community all over Twitter uh, You know articles and everything Like that and um, you know As much love as I have for Vince McMahon um, Yeah I, I mean I, I definitely agree with you for sure it, It's becoming increasingly Apparent that um, Vince might be A little out of touch uh, per se mm. and, and obviously, obviously WWE is doing great. They're, they're still making lots and lots of money, uh, which is awesome. It's a company that's what they're there for. Um, so good for them for making a, a lot of money. But um, that is at the expense of alienating a lot of their hardcore and a lot of their longtime time fans. Um, well, fans so and, I, and wrestlers to that degree too, right? A- absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Uh, wrestlers are, are not immune to to that for sure. Like you said, with, with Moxley, uh, Matt Hardy um, going to AEW, that's it's clear as day. It's right in front of us, you know, and they've talked extensively about that too. Um, So yeah, man, I I definitely agree with you. I I would love to see what a triple H led modern (laughs) WWE could look like. Uh, And if we were to get that even as soon as this year, that would make me a a very, very happy camper, very happy pro wrestling fan. Mm. Um, So yeah, I'm going to give you the full five uh, for that one. you're going to get, Five spotted scorpion fish. It's a very Ooh. very beautiful looking fish, very pretty, uh, very elaborate, which is similar to what I think a Triple H led WWE could be.
0: Hmm. Well, thank you mm-hmm. for the fish, Stephen. I appreciate You're welcome. that.
2: You're welcome. Um <laughs> so uh
0: that has been uh headlock talk this week, of course. Um uh we uh we're gonna leave you with album of the week here, ladies and gentlemen, as we have been so far all year. Yes. Um and uh, just to kind of give you a sneak peek here uh, of of some headlock talk uh, content to come, uh, we're still discussing. You know, um, should this be like full fledged episodes? Should these be bonus episodes? You know, we, we have, we're we're trying to keep track of the news, and we we. I think that we both are thinking that these should be full-fledged episodes, but with the news mm-hmm. still coming each and every day, it's it's very hard to to find a time to fit these in, yeah. but um, we're putting our money where our mouth is, folks. We're going to support independent wrestling no matter what, and we, I've uh, definitely downloaded quite a bit of uh, of independent wrestling content onto my computer. Uh, so uh, we will be doing some review shows. One, uh, the first of which I'm very excited about, mm-hmm. and uh, to, to give you this sneak peek here, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go out to California. And uh, album of the week here is Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick Lamar. Oh, um, what a great album! Great album, and and mm-hmm. a lot of people might be sitting at home thinking, "Well, how come they've never named a hip hop album album of the week?" Well, here you go, ladies and gentlemen, Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> Good kid, Mad City. We'll have more Kendrick Lamar here soon, because uh, uh, I went and took a trip to the record store today. Oh snap! Um, so we got got some got some good ones. Um, but yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll have more hip hop content, and uh, of course, uh, you know, I've I've got some other records here too that we're, we need to spin as well. See, so. I, I
2: love that you that you picked uh, Kendrick Lamar for this week because uh, there there really isn't a better hip hop album for our first album first hip hop album of the week uh, here at headlock talk, because that is pretty much the album that got me into the genre. And Kendrick Lamar is one of the rappers that I've, uh, that I've been following for a very long time. Mm. And uh, yeah, man, fantastic choice. Thank you, thank you. Um, yeah, we'll we'll have uh, we'll
0: have some other uh, ones picked here soon, I'm sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is not the, f- the the last time you'll hear of Kendrick Lamar. But yes, great album overall, great concept, very well mm-hmm. thought out, and of course, it is the precursor to uh, another album that will be mentioned here probably in the next week or two. So, uh, damn, yeah, I know, right? Crazy. Um now (laughs) if uh if you've enjoyed today's episode, we thank you for enjoying. (laughs) We thank you for tuning in, (laughs) of course, too. Um but uh yeah, uh if you if you liked what we had to say, uh you know the best way to support headlock talk is by doing these things right here. A hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts, be it iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, uh Podbean, or elsewhere otherwise. Mm -hmm. I I did a Google search, and we were in places that I didn't even think we were at. So, um, Oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's kind of nice, yeah. Uh, But, yeah, uh, check us out there. Hit that subscribe button. If you are able to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, uh, then do the second thing, item B. Leave that rating and review wherever you listen to podcasts, of course. Yes. Um, And uh, the third thing here, uh, definitely... If you have a Twitter account, you know, or if you don't, make one first, and then follow us on Headlock Talk uh, at Headlock Talk on Twitter. Uh, we would greatly appreciate your follow. I usually send you a little message, you know, thank you for following, and mm-hmm. then uh, you know, you can always leave us, uh, you know, your if wishes were fishes, or of course, you know, your hot takes, uh, you know, wh- oh, yeah. when, if and when they those uh, tweets go out. Um, so definitely keep it there, folks um steven am i missing anything else
2: i think you got everything man i think you got everything Uh, i do just want to tell everybody uh in the midst of all the the craziness out there again i said this last week but i'll say it again uh be safe out there make sure you're you are practicing social distancing make sure that if you are feeling sick you stay home and uh do not put others at risk for for this um this pandemic this coronavirus because uh there's a lot of people that can stand to get sick. Uh, I've heard it. It's very, it's pretty much a, a bad flu, it is a lot of what the symptoms are for it. And a lot of healthy individuals will be perfectly fine if they get it. But there are a lot of people out there who cannot afford to get this sickness whether mm, uh they're mm. or they're older uh whether they take medication that that affects their immune system or, or what have you yeah uh, there's a lot of those individuals out there so uh be kind to each other if you if you're feeling sick please stay home um listen to headlock talk we have <laughs> uh lots of backlogs of episodes to fill your time up um so yeah yeah i i would agree um and, and and
0: I couldn't have said it better myself, Stephen. So thank you for, oh, thank for, you. That, for that public service. Mm. Um, if you're a business out there and you want to support uh, independent wrestling or uh, independent podcasts uh, during these, these economic times, uh, best one of the best ways you can do it is uh, hit us up at headlocktalk at com. Again, that's headlocktalk at com. That's the best way to reach out to us. Uh, so that way, if you want uh, us to advertise your product, Uh, something that would be uh, perhaps beneficial during these hard times, please don't hesitate. Reach out. Let us know. Again, that's headlocktalk at gmail.com. Absolutely. I'm, of course, the Texas gentleman Tanner Pruitt, and as always, or in this case, sometimes, (laughs) the one and the only Mr. Stephen Groody, who is over the interwebs. Oh, snap. Thank you for listening, guys. Y'all be safe out there. Be safe out there, everybody. And thank you once again for tuning into Headlock Talk. Y'all have yourselves a wonderful rest of the day, and we'll see you again next week. Later. Bye
1: bye. <laughs>
0: Try on glasses with Zenny's 3D Virtual Try-On.
2: Wait, are those the actual prices? I say get all of them.
0: Seriously, why not, right?
2: Oh, now I want new glasses.
0: Zenni.com. Quality prescription glasses starting
1: at $6.95.